Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Y'all listening to The Voice. Oh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Today, um, I, I wanted to give you something that I've been learning more and more uh, um, uh, lately. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the book, The Secret, but uh, I, I did myself a favor because I know I learn better this way. I learn better by hearing. And so I downloaded the secret onto my iPhone. So I got the audio book and man, oh man, oh man, what a smart move that really was for me because I know how I learn. You know, I do very well with visual when I can see what it is that I'm after or how to do something. I do it better. And when I'm listening, I just, I learn better like that. I wish I had known that about myself. Uh, in college and, and stuff like that where I didn't do so well. If I could have learned that that's the way I learned, I would have used more tools to help me. But uh, let's let's just say I figured it out. And so I'm grateful for that. And, 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 and I was uh, listening to the audio portion of this book, and I've been learning so much more. I've rephrased a lot of it to fit how I think and more of uh, how I talk. And I just wanted to share that with you this morning, man. It might help you out a great deal. And one of the things that my mother had always taught me, and because it's a it's a it's a spiritual thing with my mother's, it's a biblical reference to my mother, uh, and and the book The Secret grabbed that principle and uses it very well, and and it's gratitude. I want to run this by you every every day. You know what I started doing? I started spending my every waking moment being thankful. Showing gratitude. Now, in the book, it says to put that out there in the universe. But if you're waking up and you're saying thank you, I mean, who are you saying thank you to? I mean, let, let's 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 be real here. That that universe was created by God. That is my belief. That's the majority of people's belief that I know. I'm not knocking you if you don't believe that. Do you? Let me know how that work out for you, though. But so my thank you is to my heavenly Father as is a lot of yours. But here's the, here's, the, here's the thing. I started saying thank you from the time I wake up till I go in the bathroom, till I shower, till I dress, till I get in my van, till I get to work while I'm on the elevator until I sit down and crack the mic. Now, somebody, somebody might say, man, that's a lot of time. No, no, hold up, man. Hold, hold, hold up. It's, it's really not. Because what it does for you, it does more for you than for anyone else. This is about you. Showing gratitude and being grateful is for you. And let me tell you what it does. When I started doing this, man, it started changing my day. It started changing my attitude towards the day. So when the difficulties of the day began, they were nothing to me because I was so filled with gratitude. I'm talking about continuous thanks for all things. You cannot run out of things to be grateful for. Not if you fine tune your gratitude. 
not if you do it in a way where you're being very specific about what you're grateful for. When you wake up and you're grateful for waking up, when you're grateful for the ability to move today, when you are grateful for the fact that you have solid thoughts right now, that you are in your right mind, when you start thanking him for the flexibility that you feel in the morning and the stiffness and as it wears off as you start moving around, that's another reason to be grateful, that you have a shower to take, that there are many people who don't have a place to shower, that the, the, the fact that you're brushing your teeth, the fact that you have somewhere to go, the fact that your job may not be ideally the job you want, but you have a job to go to, that you have a measure of health, that you have a place to go and get a cool drink of water to start your day, or you can make a cup of coffee, or the fact that you can grab yourself a yogurt on the way out the door, and the fact that you have a way to get to work, whether it's on the subway, the bus, the cab, or you have the uh, the wherewithal to walk to work, or you driving to work, in whatever kind of car it is, that you have a place to be, to provide. When you start really fine-tuning your gratitude, it is amazing, man. And what it does is it puts you in a, in a state of mind that is so uplifting to you that it is the perfect way to start your day. Y'all think I'm clowning with you here? I am not. Try it. Try it. You are what you think. So you start the day off as this grateful creature, this grateful person, this grateful soul. You start your day off as grateful. Man, oh man, oh man, how good is that? And it just spirals throughout your day, and it puts you in a great mood. My mood has totally changed. I'm not a a, a bad mood person anyway, but, you know, when my day starts getting heavy, man, sometimes it, it get on me, man, because, I mean, I'm from the time I wake up till I go home at night, can you imagine having somebody move you around all day? what it would feel like to have somebody making you accountable for every single moment of your day. The moment you stop to take a breath, somebody finds that as an opportunity to spend a moment with you because to them it's just a minute, but they don't know all the minutes that's occupied in your day. Imagine that. So it used to get on me real heavy sometimes, man. So I try to steal some minutes here, steal some minutes there. Still some, but now, man, it 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 don't jump on me that way. You know what I'm saying? I look, I I got to take some time to myself throughout the day. So as soon as I get off the air, I take a 20 minute break before I go to my briefing to start my talk show. Uh, and you say 20 minutes ain't nothing. It ain't, but it, it's all I got, and I use it to shut myself down, meditate, have a quiet moment, become even more thankful. Then after the show is over, I got another briefing that I do. I even I even have my lunch during the briefing. I don't have a lunch where I sit down and I'm in my room talking cheerful stuff. I'm doing the briefing for the second show that I taped that day during my lunch, but I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for everything because, man, I have a show, too, that keeps me busy. I have a radio show that keeps me busy. I got another TV. I'm just grateful for all of it, man. And what happens is, let me let me share this with you. It changes your focus. Because now your focus is not on what you don't have. 
Your focus is on what you do have. Do you understand that amazing turnaround in your life if you can make that one, folks? If your focus became on the things that you do have and your focus leaves the things that you don't have, do you know the feeling of accomplishment, the feeling of satisfaction, the feeling of being feel half empty and half full is two different thoughts. It's amazing when you start thinking your life is almost full, so full instead of looking at it as being so empty. When you change that focus through gratitude, you then open up the pathways for more stuff to come to you. A lot of us are blocking our blessings today because we ain't grateful for the ones we have. See, we so busy. We so busy telling God and putting out in the universe what we don't have, what we ain't got, that we no longer are receptive to things that we could have. You have now blocked all your blessings from coming because your focus is not on the come, it's to what you ain't got. So how can more blessings come your way? How can more good things come your way? How can positive things start happening to you if your focus is on the negative things? If your focus is on the things that you don't have? If your focus is on what you're lacking instead of what the abundance that you have and what you expect more of? If you change your gratitude, you change your attitude and it changes your altitude. <laughs> man, man, use your gratitude to change your attitude, which then affects your altitude. Do you feel me now? Come on, man. Ain't that a good thing? I've, I've had to rework it to the way I say it, but man, that's been so helpful for me. Every day. Start your day that way. Just try it. Try it starting now. Or uh, you want to get a fresh start, do it tomorrow morning. But watch what happens to you, okay? It's going to amazingly revolutionize the way you face your day. Okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen, this morning, uh, we are broadcasting from the Philippines. I am in the Philippines today because I just got here. Uh, Hosting uh, Miss Universe again. Uh, so, uh, can y- are y'all there, Shirley? Call yeah. Call <laughs> uh, broadcasting from the Philippines. Huh. Uh, just ask what? one thing. Y'all pray for me. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. Uh, you ain't even do. really got yeah. to pray for me until the very end. Until <laughs> <laughs> you're on your way to the airport? <laughs> Have you read your notes yet? <laughs> Have they read their notes? <laughs> So how has rehearsal been? You know, that was the big thing last year. Did you go well, to rehearsal? I, I just got here, so rehearsal as soon as I get off the air. But Okay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Steve, no, that ain't the question. What? Is Miss Columbia there? <laughs> yeah, she's going to be there. A different one. But we yeah. have a surprise. We oh, have a surprise. Oh, oh, oh. Really? Okay. Yeah, I wrote something that I thought was going to be very good. But Steve, just compare last year to this year. You know, I mean, really, when you were there and, and you read the wrong name, by no fault of your own, as you later explained. And now look at you. They invited you back, and you're doing it again. When You know, when you, it looks so glo- like gloom and doom when you did that. I mean, well, everybody was coming look, on, like, down on you and everything. What I understand is like all the situations. I'm just having to practice what I preach. 
behind every moment of adversity, there's a lesson yes. and there's a blessing. Mm -hmm. But you got to hang in there to get it. Yeah. And so I, I hung in there. I'm back. Uh, it's going to be great. The difficult thing is the swimsuit competition. It starts yeah. early. Uh, they walk right past you. <laughs> what is that difficult? Really, I'm saying, you what? You don't see focus. why it's difficult? <laughs> you have what? to focus. Man, let me tell you something. Miss uh, Dominican, mm -hmm. last Talk year, to me. Talk walked to me. out uh -huh. and mm -hmm. did two double spins while she yeah. was Uh-huh. <laughs> Man. <laughs> What had happened to what? So what? I'm in the back, right? Uh -huh. And they walk right past me. So I'm on a microphone. Uh -huh. And then I read, and they tell me the correct pronunciation in my ear. Miss Curacao. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Curacao. Now, Miss Curacao, as everyone comes out, Miss Malaysia. That mm. man tapped me and said, Miss Dominican Republic. That lady walked past me and walked through that rain and did them two spins. Mm -hmm. Cold, huh? I actually, I swear to you, man, I almost ran out there and tackled her. She was that fly dog. Was she that fly? And I almost said, my wife ain't doing this. Pull your ass to Yes, yes. Uh, I had to wear some biking tights. Hey, man, Miss Friends. What? Did you hear what your nephew... Wait, uh-uh, we're not letting that go by. Please, what did Shirley. you just say? What? All I said was <laughs> I'd have to wear some biking tights because I would be too excited. What? Is something wrong with him, Steve? Yeah, girl. <laughs> That's you ain't I got mean. no tights on when you're doing this show, huh? Tell me you got some tights. Did you use a tuxedo on? Did you, did you Get say some tights a, under that. Wait, did you say that's a good idea, Steve? Yeah, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> swear to God. You got to have something on, man. You, you got to control yourself. You know, I can't hear when he mumbling. <laughs> what did you say, right. Steve? I didn't, I didn't mean to say that. Uh -huh. That was not for uh, public consumption. <laughs> <laughs> I need to read the sign on hey, No shirt, no shoes on your feet. No way you can come in here to Amen. Hey, <laughs> Uh, at 34 after the hour with Steve something. Oh, I got it for you. You got a nephew? Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up. <laughs> coming up. It's, it's Steve something, but the nephew's got it. Right? Mm -hmm. Did I get that right? You? Mm -hmm. Okay. But it's your what segment. It, but what is I it? want us to run back. Uh-huh. The Miss Universe pageant mistake from last year. <laughs> real right now let's oh hear that oh my god you are so wrong i liked it it was they good. have invited him back people have forgotten it it's over but let's show how we got the job again this all it is you know what tommy huh all you know what all this is from what what because you a coon I'm a coon because you made me a coon behind your actions. <laughs> Fool. When he came wrong. out with them looking like deer in headlights. Yeah, yeah. We were when all Because I look at my TV, I say something wrong with my uncle. I can yeah. tell. Oh, yeah. When his eyes look like that, uh -huh. something happened. And he said, folks. Hey, folks. Folks. Huh? Tommy. 
You're going to mess around and get cussed out by me. <laughs> so what you going to, you going to get rid of me now, then I'm going to have to go and work on the wall. Huh? Gosh, oh but God. you definitely made lemonade out of that lemon, though, Steve. Oh, Ooh. my God. Yes. Sweet lemonade. Yes. <laughs> oh. oh, I remember that huh? night as if it were last night. Woo. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were so excited for you, Steve. But you, you handled it that, like though. a champ, though. You handled it like a champ. I don't think Tommy he was cool with us running that dog. Let me tell you something. Because he's not saying too much. He's mad at you. The dog middle part. (laughs) No, let me tell you something. You never ever had no sun on it. But you is the best get out of trouble person I know. (laughs) You are, Steve. (laughs) You get in a jam and get right out of it. You're something else, boy. Look at God. That's called favor, man. Yeah, look at God. That's what God will do for you. Now you in the Philippines doing it again. That's a blessing. We'll be back. (laughs) Go out here and judge these swimsuit competitions. (laughs) Miss Columbia. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 48 minutes after hour. What y'all gonna do? I'm in the Philippines. Y'all need to hurry up. I got to go. We having a dress rehearsal today for swimsuit company. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want you to you miss this. You should have taken us with you on this one, Steve. Uh-huh. No, I wouldn't have made it back. I know I ain't Junior's over there. Like yeah, Junior's already he, there. Junior's single, so he's ooh, he's gonna have a great he time. left early. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. What, what Junior, is it? Let me tell you something. Uh-huh. Junior tall as hell, though. <laughs> Aren't you a day ahead of us now, Steve? Yeah, that's but crazy. I don't know what time. I don't know nothing. Wow, we'll look hey, that what up. Time Come on, is nephew. It there? Uh, what is six forty eight? Six forty eight Eastern it's night time. over here. Eastern. <laughs> oh, really? Well, it's six forty eight. We running that prank back. <laughs> Run that prank back. That's Super Bowl. You oh. know, we're a week away from the Super Bowl. Oh, we are. Yeah. You know, okay. She said, oh, we are. How you don't know that? I, How you don't know the Super Bowl next week? Okay, Girl, it's I'm next going. week. Oh, I'm you're going? going? I'm supposed to be going to the Super Bowl game with her. Mm-hmm. Ooh, she don't have Listen, my, do me a favor. She don't get my ticket. When you get in, I'm can you fun. send your stub back out? <laughs> yeah. Can you send right your there. stub Stop. back out and then they give it to me and I come up where y'all at? We're running that prank back. This is Make-A-Wish Ministry. Make-A-Wish. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Martina, please. Oh, she's not in right at the moment. Can I take a message or something I can help you with? Uh, actually, I'm uh, giving a call to make sure I'm uh, double-checking on confirmation for Mr. and Mrs. No, man, no. Uh, that may be a mistake because she's going by herself. I'm not going, so that just should be, should, should be Ms. That's all. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I, t- I tell you what, we have we have her schedule. We wanted to make sure we gave the confirmation, and uh, you know, with a big weekend like this, we're double checking and making sure everybody's actually coming and getting their grooms because you know you're subject to get charged for it. And we definitely have the honeymoon suite waiting on her. Oh, oh honeymoon suite, man. We've been married 17 years. What you talking about, honeymoon suite? Well, we got you. You, you, um, you say Mr. and Mrs. What's the name on that? Miss Martina. Is that right? Yeah, that's my wife. Yeah. All right, and we've got Tony as well. Who the what? Who the is Tony? My name is Vernon. You, say what now? My name is Vernon. Who the hell is Tony? 
So um, wow. We we have we're this is I think uh, I got the wrong one. I think y'all got the wrong one, man. Okay, did did you guys make reservations here at the hotel and for the Super Bowl weekend? My wife is going to this weekend to be with her sick auntie. That's what she told me. Now I don't know nothing about no. And those, but you know what? Yeah, keep talking to me. Yeah, okay, player, keep talking to me because uh, this is getting real interesting right here. She's coming to for the. Well, to the I, I, have, I have I have uh, Mr. and Mrs. Martina and Tony are coming. We have the um, honeymoon suite here for the Super Bowl weekend. Checking in tomorrow and checking out on Monday. Oh no, you know what? This is the right here because see, like I said, she told me she was going to see her sick auntie, and I told her, "Cool, I paid for the damn ticket myself. I got my tax return back, and I paid for it my damn self." So she can go out there, and you telling me this half of the made reservations and I mean, what the hell? I mean, no, uh-uh. Victor, what's your name again? But my name is Vernon. Okay, Mr. Vernon, sir. I, I, first of all, I do apologize. I'm just a, you know, I'm a clerk here in 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 the uh, reservations, and basically they just got us calling because it's a big weekend and. You know, if you if you don't come in, you, your your card will definitely get charged. Man, so they got to double check. Not, you know what? Well, y'all better not charge nothing to my card. Don't, don't charge. Matter of fact, I want to cancel this reservation. She can and fall back in. As far as I'm concerned, this is the. Let her walk up in here right now. Let her walk up in here right now because see, this is this is crazy. Okay, sir, sl- let's let's just slow. Let's slow down a minute. Let's slow down. Maybe there's just a mistake here. I mean, uh, no, man. Uh, uh-uh. the, the the honeymoon suite at the. No wonder she told. No wonder I'm like she told me she needed two hundred dollars for them hotel. I mean for the hotel room. Yeah, well, actually, it's uh, well, they must be splitting in here. It's 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 about four hundred something a night for this room. Excuse me. She didn't pay that much for my damn wedding ring. Uh, uh, wow. Okay. Well, I tell you what, sir. I, is there any way I can I can call back and speak to Martina so you I can? I never in life call back to this. Okay. Because see, if you call back here talking about this. Because, see, I don't even normally answer this phone, okay? This is her phone. She went to go run an errand for me. And, but don't you never call this phone back again. Because, see, she ain't coming to Not this lifetime she's not. But, uh, I, I, you know what? I want to thank you, though. I appreciate you letting me in on what's up. Yeah, knew it. Okay, okay. Mr. Vernon, can you slow down some, man? Hang on. Okay? Now, listen. What I have to do is I have to talk to the person that made the reservation in order to cancel it. No, but you can I talk to me. To speak to you, me. You can cancel this right now. But I need to hear that from Miss Martina that it's canceled. Trust me, when she get back, she's going to be able to talk to you. You can cancel it now. I'm telling you now, cancel it. It ain't going to be no honeymoon, okay? We've been married for 17 years. We got four kids. And I'm sitting back here, stop, cancel it now. I'm telling you to cancel it. I cannot cancel it without speaking to her. I tell you what, your best bet is to cancel that. Because if you put a charge on it, I'm going to drive to and find Joe. What's your name? Excuse me? What's your name? I'm Brian, sir. Brian, if there's one charge on my critical, I will find you. Okay, sir. Well, let me find Brian, you. Do you have Tony's number where I can call him and maybe? Man, you know what? You know what? I will have Tony's number in a minute because I got her phone. I'm just go through it and find it because this is some. And she's going to be in with Tony. So if you call back here, you're not going to get her because she's going to be over there with that. Okay, sir. Now, there's one more person that's on the, that's scheduled on the room. What? One more person? What are they doing? A threesome? Uh, I'm not sure. Now I've got another person on the, on schedule on here. This can't get no worse. Come on with it. You want the? I'm sorry. You want the name of the? Yeah, other I want the name. Yes. Come on with it. You didn't tell me everything else. Okay, I got a a uh, somebody named nephew Tommy. Excuse me. <laughs> hey man. Get the f- out of here. Vernon, this is nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> 
Your wife got me to prank phone call you. I would <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to DNA out there. <laughs> the DNA out of Hey, man. Okay, that's who she been talking to on the phone. Yo, all right. <laughs> yeah, you got me. You got me. Hey, Bernard, I got to ask you, what is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest, man, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Was I stupid? Yes. Is that a question? Uh, it's always a Shirley, you know, I know I'm so brilliant most of the time. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. But anyway, <laughs> February 10th, it is that Southern Fried Comedy. We started off in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and then in Tupelo, Mississippi, February 11th. February 17th, Portsmouth, Virginia. February 18th, Washington, D.C. Southern Fried Comedy. Brand new show. Brand new tour. You don't want to miss it. And then I got to say, I'm doing a special engagement on Valentine's night for all the lovers in West Palm Beach, Florida at nice. the Improv. The nephew, one night only. Get your tickets because the fool is coming in a lover's way. Yes. Yes. Nice. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Go to the phone, Shirley. Uh, what is your best and worst breakup stories? Some of these stories have been the worst. <laughs> it, it ain't the best or worst story they heard. It's the one they ever told. Yeah, man, and the it's longest. A, man, I, I'm just, but I'm telling you, though, it's some people just don't know how to tell a story, man. Yeah. I be listening to this stuff, but it be entertaining to them. Mm-hmm. So we love you. So we gonna let you have your little moment, <laughs> you know. But after you hear it, you ain't gonna wish you had told them people to listen. <laughs> Oh, you sound crazy. 877-29-STEVE. Call us. For, for the sake of what is the question? <laughs> what is the best or worst? What is your best or worst breakup story? Line two. Let's go to MG. Hey, MG. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Steve. I'm a big fan of yours. I was introduced to you back in 98 when you did that whole bit on when a black man and a white man gets fired. I've been laughing ever since. <laughs> well, he remember you. That would be Willie, Willie Turner. Turner. Yes, sir. Carla Farrell's favorite. Man. <laughs> Valuation was in the break room. <laughs> I ain't seen no value. Love Willie Turner. Quick, too, Steve. I went to school um, in Patrick, at Patrick Henry for about three months back in 78, and my brother graduated from Glenville in 1980. Well, you went to Patrick Henry. You come off of Hayden? That, it's a long time, Steve. I don't remember. Forest Hill. That might sound familiar. Forest Hill. That might sound a little familiar. Yeah, that's the area, right? You can't be nowhere else. I know okay. the boundaries. I knew the cutoff point. I couldn't ride my bike past Hayden. That was Pee Wee Marquis territory. Uh, does he have a break story, Steve? <laughs> yeah, well, what no, territory? Whose territory was that on? Who? Pee Wee Marquis. <laughs> Who is that? What is that? That's a gang, the Pee Wee Marquis. Does he oh, have a bunch a of small people story? Pee Wee Marquis. <laughs> yeah, they was little. They whoop your ass though. <laughs> <laughs> they was little. Pee Wee. Hey dog, do them Pee Wee Marquis. Don't mess around over there. Hey man, don't, don't let the name fool you. Does he have a breakup story? Yeah, hey, Shirley. We talking about Cleveland. <laughs> 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 them Pee Wee Marquis was over there. Hey, <laughs> you ain't go over there. Them little dudes whoop your ass, man. Uh, can we get to the <laughs> breakup right, story? Yeah. Go ahead, man. Okay. Anyway, um, this happened 
back when I was like 16 or 17. I got involved with this um, female who was about four or five years older than me. Um, I didn't have a car at the time. So we were, oh, by the way, her, her husband was away in the military. Um, we, we were involved in for a few months and things like that. So I got a friend of mine. We went over. He was, one night, he was talking to her sister. I was talking to her. He was in another room. I was in one room. I don't know what happened, Steve, that I got pissed off or whatever it was. I was like, man, I'm out. I'm, you know what? See, you crazy. You're whatever, whatever, whatever. Put on my clothes. I'm walking by the side of the road where the grass is on the right side. So on the left side, she's dry. I hear the car door slam. You know, so now they're coming after me. They pull up slowly. She's driving. It's her car. She pulls up slowly. My partner rolls down the window in the window in the back. He says, come on, man. You know, get in the car, man. You know, da, da, da. You know, we're going to go back to the house and everything's cool, man. Come on, get in the car. I was like, man, this, she's crazy, man. I, whatever, whatever. He tries again. He says, man, come on, man. It's all right, man. If you know, get in the car. I was like, no, I'm gone, man. I'm still walking. She slowly rolls down her passenger side window. She says, get in the car. Yeah, and it was stern. You know, it didn't sound masculine, but it was stern. Was Who like, was driving? Yeah, she was driving. Mm-hmm. So I looked over my left shoulder. I'm like, I'm like man, please, you know. Da, 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 da. I ain't getting no car. You crazy. I'm still walking. She pulls up again. Get in the car. Get in the car. Get in the car. I'm like, check you crazy. I'm still walking. You know how the police, when they're trying to cut somebody off, they just throw the car in front of the person or in front of yeah. the car? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, all of us know that. All black people know that. No new information. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, this ain't a surprise. So she does that. She gets out of the driver's side, door still open, standing in the door. In the direct moonlight, or maybe it was a street light, I see a pearl handle and like some chrome or something. She said, M and L, I told you to get in the car. That I just stood there and closed my eyes. Because I thought I was shot. But when I didn't feel any pain or nothing, I opened my eyes and I was like, now see, this is what I'm talking about as I'm turning and walking back to get in the car. See, you girl, you, girl, you crazy. You stupid. But you mm-hmm. stupid. getting in the car, though. Yeah. yeah you, exactly. got you. you got your punk ass in that car. You still trying to be brave, though. Your dumb ass 16. Yeah. Get in there and shut your mouth. Put your seatbelt on. Close that damn door. Put your seatbelt on. Take punk ass back to that house and do your duty. Before you get killed, now don't ever go back over there. But you right. going back to this house and, and take your clothes back off. <laughs> Take your clock, they took uh, Kick them shoes off while you in this car. <laughs> yeah. See, you know, I still performed, but she took me and dropped me off that morning. And that should have been it, but we got to get that was the breakup. Oh, you stupid. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, this fool's 16. <laughs> he ain't got a brain in the head on top of his neck. Uh-uh. I've enjoyed it, Cheryl. I know you didn't think, man. Hey, man, thanks for calling. Tell your boy Herm I said, what's up, man? And the Pickards, don't forget them. Oh, uh, shout out to the Pickards. Yeah. All right, coming up at 18 after the hour, the butterfly waiting in the wings. Wonder what he's going to talk about today on his butterfly blog. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, the butterfly's up next. You know what he do. I don't, but Butters. you do. I'm going to be coming up next. I'm just saying a little, well, I'm just a little early. 
Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, Stephen, Tommy, Shirley, Carla, Junior. I mean, oh, Junior's not here right now. He already went to the Philippines. Philippines. Mm-hmm. So is Steve. And Steve is in the Philippines. So why in the hell is Junior not by the microphone where he at? I don't know. That's a well, good question. Yeah, I know. What, what Shirley? What I, I think? think he, you know, maybe maybe met someone down there. That's what I'm thinking. Because you know Junior, Junior, he's always looking for love. You know Junior. Mm. Yeah, I think he met someone. I hope he got somebody going to get that eczema off his back. Oh, uh, <laughs> did you just say that on the How radio? do you know that, though? None of us I know have that. helped him along with his eczema issues. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hydration. Keep your skin. Yeah. You have to say moisturize. It's just it's so dry. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing worse than a dry back. It's just—it's not good. Drybacks is not good. <laughs> don't you agree? Well, if you put it that way, yeah. But I don't think that's the case. But yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Anyway, here's what I want to get down to. Because Carla, you got <laughs> what? They say you going to the Super Bowl. I'm supposedly going to the Super Bowl. Because you know I love me some Tom Brady. <laughs> so what they got to do with me? Tom, terrific. <laughs> I want you to give me a. <laughs> I want to go to the Super Bowl because I want to meet Tom Brady. I don't want to meet nobody else. I want to meet Tom Brady. No, my girlfriend invited me. Hold on, Carla. Hold on. If anybody going to the Super Bowl with Carla, it's me. Because I'm the one that asked her for it. No, it's me. Come on, Carla. Carla, I'm your friend. We we have gone shopping together and stuff. I have been here for you through thick and through thin. Come on. Well, maybe maybe she can get, maybe not the tickets you guys have. Like, I'm sure we'll be on the sidelines. Maybe she can get Uh a couple of tickets for him. You know, not on the sidelines. Won't you, won't you tailgate or something? I don't do no damn tailgate. Well, I'm not finna do no. Now, Carla, I need you right now. Dude, dude, you're doing way Eugene, too much. I don't want to let you down. I just, I'm not going to make promises. Then don't. Give me your ticket. <laughs> I'm not going to make you promises can't that hurting. I can't yeah. deliver on. In your tone, first of all, you need to ask nicely. nicely. Yeah. Can I have a ticket, please? <laughs> <laughs> he is wow. the guy unsplit. Wow, look how he flipped you. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. Can I have a ticket, please? Eugene, I'm telling you, my girl is hooking me up. And she said if she gets extra tickets, they are going to be for my husband. Because she only has one. You taking your man with you? Well, she's saying so he could go. But I think he's going to All-Star in New Orleans. Yeah, he, he need to do that. This he, could be just me. Right, this could be us. So, if you get the other, t- are they electronic? I don't know. She asked for <laughs> my name. I do know that they mm, have my name. Mm, That's mm, all I know right mm, now. Mm, mm. All right. Okay. So, this is how you're going to act with your little Super Bowl ticket. Do, do you have mm. a TV, uh, Butterfly? Yes, Shirley. I have okay. a television. Okay. Good. It's also what are you on, saying? It's coming on TV. It's they're going to air it, um, you know, live. But yes. you don't understand. I wanted to see Tom Brady uh-huh. and Lady Gaga at intermission at <laughs> halftime. I call it intermission because it's a show. <laughs> He'll be. They'll be on TV. <sighs> Carla, if you ever felt anything in your heart oh, for me, gosh. for me, oh gosh, <laughs> find it in your heart. Your husband not even going. He want to go to the All Star game. He wants to see basketball, which is good. <laughs> I want to see Tom Brady and Lady Gaga. <laughs> Why in the hell is you crying, dog? Always. He's always crying. Why every time something. you don't get with your way, you got to just, you, 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 you in tears. But you have to understand. Three. She's three years you old. You don't understand what Lady Gaga do for me. 
What is she okay, doing? Okay, Eugene. I understand you're a huge fan of Lady Gaga. I'm I'm excited to see what she's gonna do as well. However, are you a believer that it's better to give than to receive? Yes. Then give me your damn tea. Not in this no. case. <laughs> Not for some All right, we gotta 51. go. <laughs> we'll be back. You know what killed me? What? Tom? The Roman numerals for fifty-one. That L. That L don't throw y'all off. <laughs> That that just kills me. I didn't know what that was. I say does. what part of mm-hmm. it's, it's But we'll be back. It's L I. It's Super Bowl Lie. Sure. Did you hear me say <laughs> we'll be back? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, 34 minutes after the hour. I'm in the Philippines uh, yeah. getting ready to host uh hey, Miss hey, Universe pageant. So I gotta keep going. It's it's I'm 14, I think 14 hours ahead of y'all. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. What's the finest person? What's the finest one you didn't seen since Smart. you got there? Oh, oh. Good answer, smart answer, brilliant answer, oh, Mr. Harvey. Ass. Oh, <laughs> brilliant ass. All right. <laughs> okay, right after that. Learn yourself something, nephew Coon. I mean, nephew. <laughs> no. <laughs> They've been calling you that all week. Okay, I'm sorry. Shirley, it Shirley, just that ain't funny out. when you do it that. Just, that ain't funny, It Shirley. just slipped out. Okay, that's not, that's, not, that's not cute right there, okay? <laughs> I thought it was, but okay. All right, no. ENC ain't for North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> that's his new initials. <laughs> I mean, really got on my Facebook and said that to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to line two. Chuck out of Louisiana. Chuck. Yeah. Morning, Chuck. Morning, Chuck. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Steve, and the morning crew. Hey, man, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, man, let let me ask you something, bro. What is your best breakup story you've ever been involved with or heard? Okay, back in college, Mm -hmm. me and the boys, we prowling the dorms. Mm -hmm. We went up on these three three beautiful young ladies, four of them, matter of fact. So we sat down at this big round table, and we kind of picking them out. So I, I look like the least dangerous. So I might as well go out the best thing now. Beautiful Blackberry. So I started talking to her. She gave me her number. So I called. We started dating. We went to the movies, went to the park, went to church together. She told me one day, she said, I have some relatives that go to a church around the corner. So let's go around there. I said, fine. So we went to that church. Soon as we got back to campus, her mama called her because her relatives from the church had told her she done brought this boy to church. So sooner or later, I got a call from the mama wanting to know, what you doing dating my daughter? You ain't asked permission to date my daughter. She said, I got a pistol. I'll come down to that campus and shoot you dead on the sidewalk like a dog. She said, you're going to have to come to my house and see me, and we're going to have to discuss this thing. So I drove to the woman's house. She said, who are you? I told her who I was. What town you from? I told her. She said, has any good thing ever come out of that town? I said, me and my family. So she said, well, you had to leave my daughter alone. So, of course, we kept dating. And uh, sooner or later, she told that daughter, she said, I guess she found out, because she told that daughter, she said, if you will leave him alone, I will buy you a brand new car. So we kept talking. After a while, she stopped calling. Then I didn't even want to go to the post office. Man, I went to the post office. I had a letter that was thick. She was telling me how sorry she was, but she had to take the call. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You this, know, this, um, let me uh, let me jump in here. Yeah, please. Come on, jump on in, Steve. Come on, jump on in. You know, Carla Shirley killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, y'all. Jump on in. Yes, sir. I think. I think what I'm starting to discover about these stories that we uh-huh. ask uh, our longer. listeners to tell. Yeah. Well, what happens is, see, some of these stories is old stories. You know, they happened back in college. You know, obviously, uh-huh. it's a grown man right now. Uh-huh. And some of the facts ain't quite lining up, you know, and it ain't, they didn't forgot. So there's long uh-huh. pauses in the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's no humor in the story. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 48 minutes after the hour. Tommy, what you got? You got a prank phone call? Just surprise us with it. I do that, huh? Well, I can tell you All what right. it. I can tell you right now, though. Go ahead. What? One of your twins is mine. Oh. You play too much. <laughs> <laughs> he is huh? really ignorant. <laughs> One of your twins is mine. How? <laughs> Tony, what's going on, man? My, hey, brother, my name is Kendrick, man. I'm trying to reach out to you. You, um, are you, are you the Tony that used to used to date? Man, <laughs> yeah. What about it, man? I was trying to reach out to you. Um, who you say this is again? My name Kendrick. Kendrick. I, I, I got, I got, I got a little problem, bro. Hopefully, we can work this out. Oh, man, look, man, I, I ain't got nothing to do with no damn no more, man. That's the past, dog. So even. Don't even call me about her, man. That just you know, I don't want to hear. Uh, do do you and do you and um you and do y'all have kids together? What? Do y'all have do y'all have, do y'all have children together? Y- yeah, I got kids from Kiva. Man, how you get my number, man? Say again. How you get my number? Hey, bro, I, I ain't trying to have no beef with you, man. It ain't it ain't nothing like that. I'm just y'all. Do y'all do you and have a set of twins? Yeah, man, we got a set of twins, man. But wait a minute, hold on, dog. Why are you calling me, man? Whatever you and did, man, that's you and dog. But what you asking me about my my kids for, man? Okay, bro. Here, here's I mean, I don't even know how to break this on you, but I'm just gonna just put it out there, okay? Just and just hear me out, man. Just hear me out. Um, it's been brought to my attention that there is a strong possibility that one of the twins is mine. Oh, you crazy, them. Man, who you say you is again, man? This Kendrick, man, man. Man, look, man, don't call my house with this man. How, how a twin gonna be yours, man? They my twins, man. Hey, man, I, I, I found out, and I, I thought, I, I thought the same thing you thought, Tony. I was like, okay, man, that ain't even biologically possible, and man. That's you what I thought, but I found out that two seeds could actually join together. Yeah create twins and each one of them could have a different daddy i'm finding this out for the first for first hand myself oh man you ain't fine man look man whatever man i'm telling you dog man the the, the, the kids is mine man hey hey you ain't got nothing to do with this dog you ain't got nothing to do with this man hey listen man all i'm trying to do is get to the bottom of something let me let me let me let, man, tell look, me, dog, listen, me out and listen to me let me ask you this your set of twins are they are they I mean, are they the same shade of color? Are they different shades? I mean, I'm just asking. I've never man, seen them. Are man, they- look, dog, let me tell you something, man. I want you to get this through your head right now, man. Whatever you and got, that's on y'all, man. This ain't got nothing to do with my twins, man. Ain't got nothing to do with my twins, man. One of them dark skin, one of them light skin, man. Right there. 
Right there, man. What? Right there, what? Okay, Tony. All right, let me ask you. What, what, what shade of color are you? Are you dark skin or light skin? Man, I'm dark skin, man. man I'm light skin. Man, I'm telling you, the light skin twin must be mine. You know what, man? I'm not going to even continue this conversation no more. I'm going to just tell you something, dog. You don't know what you with, because I will you up. You understand that, dog? Man, listen, I just found out that this this is a fluke accident that is possible to happen. Oh. You understand that you talk about my kids, man? I understand that, man, and I understand the passion that you have for your children, man. I'm man, just no, trying to tell you one of the kids man, ain't you call yours, my Tony. house talking about my kids and show us, man. One of the twins is mine, man. Man, ain't no... Man, look, man. Look, dog, I tell you what, man. I'm going to let your make it, dog. You know what? Because don't call here no more, man. Whatever you and are doing, that's what you and that crazy is doing. So she with your old crazy, stupid you stupid enough to call here talking about one of the kids. I guess she told you that stupid huh? No, uh-uh, dog. Don't call me no more, man. Okay, don't. okay, Tony, listen. Will you, will you consider, I mean, I got us an appointment tomorrow at the doctor. Would you consider bringing the kids so we can see which one is yours and which one dog, is mine? you are retarded, man. That's what's up with you, dog. You retarded, man. I, I ain't meet you no well, dog. That's what I'm talking about, man. I tell you what, dog. I'll meet you man to man, man. Man to man. Me and you, dog. Man to man. I'm going to kick your so We ain't got to fight. Tony, I just want you to give me my child, man. I'm going to give you a whooping. I got my Louisville slugger. You stupid. That's what you is, man. You an ignorant man calling me Sunday morning talking about my kids. It's your kids. Man, you, you retarded. That that can't even happen, man. I understand it, man, but it's a fluke accident, and now you're trying to deprive me of me having a relationship with my child. Man, I've been raising these kids for five years by my damn self, man. I get them up. I take them to ballet, man. I take them to Little League. You understand me, man? Don't call me no more, man. Tony, I understand. And, dog, it was heartbreaking to me, too, Tony. Tell you what, man. I'm going to get off and uh, I'm, I'm, I, I want you, man, I want you to never, ever call my house. Don't call me with no ignorant like this. What you say your name is? What, 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 what's your name again, dog? Hey, man, man. My, name, my name Kendrick, man. Listen, listen, Tony. I'm going to find your dog. You understand that, dog? We're going to settle this with your You understand what you with, dog? Okay, but, but, but Tony, I got one more thing I want to say to you, okay? Man, you ain't got else to say to me, man. Tony, let me say one more thing to you, man. Man, okay, man. Hold on. Now, baby. Now, baby, daddy, all right. <laughs> yeah, y'all gonna play. I'll be, I'll be out there in a minute. Man, see, dog? Oh, man, you didn't got everybody around here all Man, I don't curse like this around my kids, man. Okay, man, can I say one more thing to you, man? All right, man, say what the f*** you want to say and don't call here no more, man. Tony. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. Oh man, you know what, Tommy man, man, that's some tough <laughs> shit. What? What? Man, you know what, dog? Man, you was really about to get your to up, man. Man, you can't be with nobody about their kids nowadays, dog. Man, oh man, okay, okay, you, you got right, me, man. That. All right, all right. Tell you what, man. Don't 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 even tell you did it, man. Cause see, we meeting we meeting later tonight. I got something for you, man. <laughs> hey, 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 nephew Tommy. Huh? Do, do me one favor, man. What's that? Watch the ten o'clock news tonight, man. You go what? Monkey on there, man. Watch it, dog. <laughs> I can't believe this, man. Oh man. Oh. All right. Oh. <laughs>
Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. I listen every morning, man. I just can't believe y'all got me, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, up from the Philippines, here we go. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you, Strawberry Letter. Subject, not sure what to do. I'm a 47-year-old successful black woman, mother, etc. I've married the same man twice and thinking about marrying him a third time. He is a good man, a great father, and a wonderful provider. We divorced after three years the first time because of an affair. I forgave him, and we remarried after three years. Things were going well. After a couple of years, he started up again another affair. I began my plan to leave again. I bought another house and moved on. He married the affair. Everyone knows you never marry the affair. When she moved in the house we purchased for our family, she began remodeling the house, spending thousands of her own money. I assume trying to remove any remembrance of his family. I believe he married her out of monetary obligation and never thinking he had another chance with me. Eventually, he realized the error of his the error of his ways and now wants his family back. The new wife is having a fit. She tried to alienate him from his children, tried to have me put in jail for calling their house when our daughter was missing didn't put the children in their wedding, etc., etc. He has now filed for divorce. I was the biggest problem in their marriage, yet I never interfered. I probably should have take back with what I sh- probably should have taken taken back what the devil stole from me. Yet he would uh, tell me that 80% of her their conversations were about me. When I left, he was devastated, and so was I. I can't deny that I have always loved him with all my heart. I want my family to be together. Yet there are so many issues to resolve. Uh, selling one of the houses, changing the children's schools, communication. I am sure that all of this can be worked out when both parties are determined to give it another chance at forever. I remember something Steve said, when a man is with another woman, it means nothing if he doesn't love her. I didn't know what that, I didn't know that back then. I have let uh, that sink in and I know that this man has always loved me. When I left, he was devastated, and so was I. I guess I really don't have a question, just would like your opinion. Signed, love that's strong is patient. Wow. Wow. Um, I know. Hmm. Dear love, uh, Hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, You know what? I don't really know if there's anything I personally can tell you about this situation. You said you just wanted our opinions. Um, You married and remarried the same man who cheated on you twice, and that's twice that you know about, okay? Um, you know, I mean, really, you know, I don't want you, I don't want you to get three strikes with this man, okay? He already did it once, twice, and you know, three strikes. Hey, you're out as far as I'm concerned. Um, we're running out of time. I just think you're a glutton for punishment. I just think you just need to look at the facts. Do I believe in miracles? Yes, I do. But I think you're just living in a fantasy world. I just really do. Uh, 12 minutes after, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go. Here's a letter, y'all. Subject, not sure what to do. I'm a 47-year-old successful black woman, mother, etc. 
I've married the same man twice, and I'm thinking about marrying him a third time. He is a good man, a great father, wonderful provider. We divorced after three years the first time because of an affair. I forgave him, and we remarried again after three years. Things were going well. After a couple of years, he started up again, another affair. I began my plan to leave again. I bought another house and moved on. He married the affair. Parentheses, everyone knows you never marry the affair. And when she moved in, the house we purchased for our family, uh, she began remodeling the house, uh, spending thousands of her own money. I assume trying to remove any remembrance of his family. I believe he married her out of monetary obligation and never thinking he had another chance with me. Eventually, he realized the error of his ways, and now he wants his family back. The new wife is having a fit. She tried to alienate him from his children, tried to have me put in jail for calling their house when our daughter was missing, didn't put the children in their wedding, etc., etc. He has now filed for divorce. I was the biggest problem in their marriage, yet I never interfered. I probably should have taken back what the devil stole from me, yet he would tell me that he... that. That 80% of uh, her and their conversations were about me. When I left, he was devastated, and so was I. I can't deny that I've always loved him with all my heart. I want my family to be together, yet there are so many issues to resolve. Selling of the house, of one of the houses, changing the children's schools, communication, capital letters. I am sure that all of this can be worked out when both parties are determined to give it another chance at forever. I remember something Steve said, when a man is with another woman, it means nothing if he doesn't love her. I didn't know that back then. I have let that sink in and know that this man has always loved me. When I left, he was devastated and so was I. I guess I really don't have a question. Just would like your opinion. Sign, love that strong is patient. Uh, this letter is written by a lady that read a lot of love novels and books because her <laughs> little letter is just laced with wonderful cliche sayings that uh, th- that things that people really don't love that strong is patient. Okay, where that come from? Y'all heard that one before? Uh, no, no, I heard love no. is patient, love <laughs> is well, kind. It's in a <laughs> love novel somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, Then uh, she made a comment in the letter that says, I remember something Steve said. When a man is with another woman, it means Mm -hmm. nothing if he doesn't love her. Now, I didn't know that back then. Well, see. I remember you saying that. I said said something similar to that. Similar, yeah, not that. But here's the problem with your situation. Okay. Let's say say what I said, you said I said is true. Mm-hmm. Steve said, "When a man is in love, it, when a man is with another woman, it means nothing if he doesn't love her." Okay. Problem with your situation is, your ex-husband married the affair. <laughs> At one point, love has got to be mentioned before the marriage. <laughs> at the ceremony <laughs> and at the house while they remodeling. <laughs> Somebody oh, in here done said love. <laughs> in this, I love what you're doing with the house. Yeah. You know, I love that fireplace we had. Well, I'm changing it. I you love know, the I, ceremony. I, all of this. I love you so much I want to marry you. Love was in this one. So let's take Steve out of that twist in my words. Now let's get on with this letter. Now. Okay, let's scratch that out. You didn't marry a man twice. <laughs> you thinking about marrying him with a third time. You know why? Because he's a good man, a great father, a wonderful provider. 
Mm-hmm. He's all of that. Then my question is, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, if the man is all that, you married him three times. My next question is, what's wrong with you? Because mm-hmm. the man is great, you just described. What mm-hmm. is wrong with you? You. You. Something <laughs> wrong with you for real. Listen to me. You married the man one time. After three years, he had an affair. You forgave him. You got married three years later. Two years into that, he has another affair. This man is only doing what he's allowed to do. He can marry you and have affairs and keep coming back and remarrying you. Now, you think about doing this a third time. Mm. Once again, as Tommy would say, once again, (laughs) what is wrong with you? Because the man, I, I don't know who this guy is, but he has struck jackpot. He has found the pot of gold, the little leprechaun, the rainbow, all of it in one. Uh He done Uh found a woman that he can marry, have affairs on, unmarry, remarry, have an affair on, unmarry, and think Uh about marrying him again. It's a sport with them. Where are you? (laughs) Do you have a sister? How many of y'all is in this ignorant family? Because y'all need to package this group up. Cause I can sell y'all. This is fabulous. What you get? And then let me tell you something. Then she says something crazy. He married the affair. Everyone knows you never married the affair. Once again, have y'all ever heard that before? I no. never. Everyone ever heard knows that you before. never married the affair. I've, I've never you know how many that. people have married That's a new the rule. affair? That's yeah. a new rule. She coming You're up with all happy. these cliches. Yeah. Then. Uh, when she moved into the house, purchase spending la, 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 la. I assume trying to remove any memory of the family. I believe he married her out of you need to quit thinking and assuming. Yes. Oh yeah. Cause yes. your thinking and assuming skills is shot. <laughs> She's gotta wake up. It's wrong madness. with you. you. <laughs> no, say chew. You what's wrong with you? <laughs> Three you times the same dude? <laughs> what is it that's saying to you? that he's not going to do it again. And can I tell you this? If you're thinking about remarrying him, it's because you've been sleeping with that woman's husband. Oh, That's the only oh. reason you think about oh. remarrying him. Because mm-hmm. you've already been in... Because let me tell you something. She, the biggest problem in the relationship was y'all. How you know that? Mm-hmm. And then you said, but I never interfered. Lady, stop. Stop this whole letter you just wrote <laughs> he up in here. He has no respect for her. You crazy. Oh, she no. has no respect for he herself. And she has no respect for herself. Self-esteem Absolutely. is shot. You crazy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, coming up, <laughs> the nephew's got it, right? Mm-hmm. I, did I get that right? You, well, then mm-hmm. it ain't Steve's Okay. <laughs> but it's your what segment. Is it, but what is I it? want us to run back. Uh-huh. The Miss Universe pageant mistake from last year. <laughs> Are you for real right now? <laughs> Let's hear that. Oh, my God. You were so wrong. I liked it. It was they good. They have invited him back. People have forgotten it. It's over. But let's show how we got the job again. This all it is. You know what, Tommy? Huh? All You know what all this is from? What? What? Because you a coon. <laughs> no! I'm a coon because you made me a coon behind your actions. <laughs> Fool. When he came wrong. out with them de- looking like deer in headlights. Yeah, yeah. We were when all Because I look at my TV, I say something wrong with my uncle. I can yeah. tell you. Oh, yeah. When his eyes look like that, uh-huh. something happened. And you said, hey, folks. Tommy. Folks. Folks. Huh? Tommy, you're going to mess around and get cussed out about this. <laughs> So what you going you gonna to get rid of me now? Then I'm going to have to go and work on the wall. Huh? Uh, so but you definitely made lemonade out of that lemon, though, Steve. Oh, Ooh. my God. Yes. Sweet lemonade. Yes. <laughs>
I remember that huh? night as if it were last night. Woo! Mm-hmm. Oh, we were so upset Steve. for you, Steve. But you, you handled it that, like though. a champ, though. You handled it like a champ. <laughs> I don't think Tommy, he was cool with us running that. Though. No, Let me tell you something. Because he's not saying too much. He's mad at you. The dark middle part. No, let me tell you something. You never you is ever the, had no son. <laughs> but you is the best get out of trouble person I know. <laughs> you You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Uh, coming up next, uh, Shirley Carly going to talk about the new edition movie. They've been watching it all week. Bobby, Jeez. Bobby, I love you. <laughs> Bobby, a trip, boy. R.T. <laughs> All right, y'all bring me up to speed now. Last night was the conclusion, right? New edition. Oh, what are you movie. doing at night? I'm, I'm going to binge watch. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. So I'm going to watch all three at one time. That's the way I like to do it. Oh, my goodness. Y'all don't binge? I don't know how you could do this like that. Because I'm just, just too excited. I want to see them every night as they're happening in real time. You know what I'm saying? I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> well, can, just give me a little bit. Don't give me too much, but give me a little bit. All right. Well, okay. okay. So the yeah. new edition ahead, story, yeah. we know, Shirley, mm-hmm. Tommy, Ralph Tresvant, Johnny Gill, Michael Bivens, Ronnie DeVoe, Ricky Bell, Bobby Brown. You get to see um, their story. Right. You know, you think you know the story because mm-hmm. I thought I knew the how story. How they started. Yeah. Know, how they got together, all of that. That's right. And you learn a lot about their moms in this movie their because family. they were such small. They were little shorties mm-hmm. starting off from the projects in Boston, Boston. And then they get their record deal with Maurice Starr and then their manager, Brooke Payne. So you see their issues with being children stars and growing up and then not making any money. I know. You know. I, I think so far, I mean, there have been a lot of things, but so far the most revealing fact that I didn't know was the fact that Bobby Brown was the one that started the group. Yeah, Who that knew? one I didn't know. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't know that. That was a shock. I mean, you know, not that he couldn't, but that it was just still a shock. Yeah, he would go to these uh, yeah. talent shows. Yeah. Yeah, in the Boston area. And uh, this little kid, he knew what he wanted to do. You From know, Bobby Earth. loved it. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby knew. loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you see the drama with Bobby and, and he going the wrong way with drugs and, yeah. and drinking yeah. and, and and women. and, and Okay. Then, <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you see the meme that was going around on Instagram yesterday? With uh, it was uh, I think it was Earthquakes. By the way, shout out to Earthquake. We love you. Who Earthquake. has the best ones ever? Yeah, on, yes. on his Instagram. On his yes. Instagram. Shout out to really, <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, this one was from Leon as David Ruffin when he played David Ruffin of The Temptations. Girl, you <laughs> the, know that's my favorite group. <laughs> the caption was, you know, he was referring to when Bobby got thrown out of uh, New Edition. He was like, "But ain't nobody got thrown out like." Me, <laughs> thrown out of a group like me. It was just funny. I was like, leave it to Quake. But that's true, though. That's true. David Ruffin. Yeah, David Ruffin. What about Tank, though, as uh, Gerald Busby? The I heard MCA, Tank did a good job. MCA Fantastic. record exec. Really? Yeah. yeah, now take the a listen to this. The late, great Gerald Busby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right, Shirley. Take mm-hmm. a listen to this. Now, this is when, this is not from last night. This is from the night before last, but I love it. This is when, you know, the, the, the moms, they were complaining to Gary, the manager played by Michael Rappaport, Rappaport. The, Gary was their manager, right. that they were still living in the projects. 
These boys were touring and going all over the world, and they're still living in the projects in Boston. And so Gary is talking to Tank's character. Mm -hmm. Take, Take a listen. I'm glad you're in a good mood, Gerald. It makes it easier for what I have to ask you. Let me guess. Gary needs more money. It's not for me, it's for the boys. These kids are still living in the projects with their families. They're the biggest selling act on your label. I mean, this looks crazy, for God's sakes. Besides, I'm uh, getting sick and tired of going there for meetings. I'm afraid I'm going to get stabbed one of these days. (laughs) Well, I mean, the way I hear it, you almost did. (laughs) I mean, when are you going to learn you can't talk to these ladies in any old kind of way, Gary? Okay, Gary. What are we looking at? How much we talking? I figure the advances from the next album should cover everything. What am I going to say? No? Let's get them out the projects so Gary can feel safe. Wow. All right, Tank. Yes. Tank. We see you, Tank. 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 Yeah. Oh, man. What, a, what an event, though. What, what an epic, epic three-night event for New Edition. I'm so glad that they're finally... You know, mm-hmm. getting their just due. They got their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They just so yeah. deserve it. They really, really do. They they put out some good music, some hard work, you know, and they've been in the game for a very long time. And what was surprising, too, how, you know, Bobby did a solo thing. And mm-hmm. we all knew, we, we knew that. Because, you know, when Bobby Brown came on the scene doing solo, we were all, I know I was going crazy. What, my prerogative? <laughs> what, yes. what, what, humping around? What are you saying, Carla? Tenderoni? Yes, he was a king of R&B. He really was because, and people were so mad. Remember when Whitney used to say that? I know. And people would get mad, but it was a true statement because at the time, nobody was doing what Bobby was doing. Later on came Usher and Genuine Mm. and all those type Mm. of artists, but Bobby was kind of like the first Every little step I take, that. what are you saying, yes. Carla? Well, he did have the Gumby haircut. I wanted that. I yes. wanted that haircut. Who didn't? I wanted that. <laughs> I wanted that haircut. And them pants, I wanted them pants. Yeah, he was right. a trendsetter. Right. He really, really was. But, oh, it was man. cool. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a great mm-hmm. movie. You got to see uh, Michael Bivens learning the business yes. of uh, show business. And he became their business guy because he realized that the manager, Gary, was taking advantage Mm-hmm. Of him, of them, of them mm-hmm. taking money, and he wanted to learn about the business so it wouldn't, you know, keep happening. Did so did they, they go back and get Brooke? Yes. Brooke uh-huh. came back and, you know, did some choreography, and they talked to Jimmy Jam, and Terry Lewis suggested that Michael Bivens and and uh, Ralph and uh, Ricky Bell and, um, I'm saying it wrong. Let me go back. Ronnie DeVoe. Yeah, they suggested Ray that uh, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis form, form their own group. A BBD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, they they were like, "You want us to do our own group?" And they were like, "Yeah." And so t- here we are with Poison Baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I mean, their legacy. You know, yeah. it's just great. Their musical legacy, uh, just unbelievable. Now, Tommy, over the mm-hmm. weekend, yeah. you watched the movie, and there will be a test. Okay. I can take a test. Okay. I just need to watch all mine at one time. There will be a new edition, a new edition test. Okay. I watch everything at once. New edition, I watch all three at one time. Okay. <laughs> when I watch Roots, I, I, hey, all at one time. And when you come in on Monday, I want to know who played Ronnie DeVoe's mother. Ah, you tell me that. that's okay. a good one, Carla. Okay. And okay. I don't know if you really. Okay, Ronnie, mommy, I'll let you know, mommy. <laughs> Ronnie, mommy. All right, we got to go to break. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. They got this money over here. Man, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. If you got $100 mm-hmm. 
is uh like like forty nine fifty or uh, Philippine pesos. Oh wait, what now? Oh, so really? for pesos? every American dollar, uh-huh. it's like forty nine fifty Filipino pesos. Oh, I got so much damn money. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we in a casino. Uh oh, I had some money out there. I was so scared. I ain't having eight dollars out there. <laughs> <laughs> All that money was eight. It was just eight dollars. Man, I had eight dollars out there. That ball was going around. I was so damn nervous. That's funny. <laughs> you didn't want to win. Man, I said, man, I'm gonna get robbed over yeah. here. <laughs> gonna break the bank. <laughs> this is hot. That's funny. Man, I had so much money spread all over that table. I said, good Lord Jesus, look at this money. Out <laughs> the table be so packed with money because the value. Mm-hmm. You put $100 out there, man, you you got to have, what is that, 5000 <laughs> It's crazy, man. You be scared. The Philippines, baby. Yeah, y'all pray for me, man. Hope, hope If I hit, I, I might not even come back. Hey, how long of a, of a, a plane ride is that? 17 hours. Mm, okay. Shirley, we'll take a few more phone calls. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's go to line four and talk to Michael out of Canada. Michael. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you, man. How you doing? Good. How are you? Hey, man, doing great. The question, Michael, is what's the best breakup you've ever heard or been involved in? Uh, well, it didn't happen to me, but, like, it happened to a friend of mine. And uh, mm. so, like, they went on a date the one day, like, you know, just the movies or whatever. And uh, everything was, like, you know, fine. And then uh, around, like, 2 in the morning or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, he said he, like, got an email from her. And, like, he was, like, confused because, you know, they just, like, text or call. They'd never email. And uh, she said, like, oh, I'm breaking up with you. And she thought it was funny because apparently they'd, like, joke about that and stuff like that. So he thought it was, like, a joke. And he played it off. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. But then uh, so he went to bed. And the night he woke up, or the morning he woke up, he was just, like, blocked on everything. Just, like, Facebook, uh, like, everything. He was just blocked, and he had no way to even talk to her. So he he just didn't even know what happened or what went wrong. This is some new age stuff, him. Yeah, okay. well, social media breakup. Yeah. yeah exactly. Michael, I can't get in touch with her. <laughs> she unfollowed me. Yeah. What's going on? Alrighty then. <laughs> we we stunned. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Michael mm-hmm. from Canada. <laughs> yeah, really. Thank oh, you. You got a story oh, like this? Uh, yeah. Uh-uh. You don't have you don't have a social media breakup story? No. <laughs> hey, you seen Pacquiao? We'll be back. <laughs> you me yeah. yeah all right, thank you. Yeah. We'll be back. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18 minutes after that, we come back. Uh-huh. Motown, Def Jam. Oh, Lord. Yeah. It's been a while, Pastor, since we preached. Come on, man. Give us an angry song. Let's go. Come on. What you mad about? Tell us, Pastor. <laughs> Preach, Pastor. Let's, let's start this thing off. Get it off I, your I, chest. I, 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 come on, Pastor. And you better holler back at your boy. Come on, Pastor. Uh, <laughs> Motown is I, the name. Death Jam is the deacon's name. Uh, truth is the game. Come on here now. J-P-J-J. Ching, ching. Hallelujah. Whoa, 
Hollow. Back. Wow. At your ball. My, 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 my. Thank you, Pat. Today, our sermon is mm. It ain't my fault. <laughs> it's probably yours. Oh. Okay, one more time now. Straighten that thing it out. It ain't my fault. <laughs> it's probably yours. Quit looking at me when the problem is you. Come on, Pat. Hello, have you ever been falsely accused of something? And you knew you didn't do it. I, 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 I've been that path. I've been down there. Put the, put the arm. Have you double. ever had the eyeballs put on you? Yeah, I stood when in the line. you wasn't the one that needed to be looked at. I did it. I did it. I did it. I wonder sometimes <laughs> what drives some people to sit there idly. Throwing uh-huh. accusations yeah. falsely at other people. Oh, I feel a law and order coming on. Come on, Pat. Why <laughs> would you accuse somebody of something when you ain't doing nothing yourself? I did three days behind this. Come on, Pastor. Three, three days. I, I I can't go into it right now. Now you got to break this thing down, Pastor. Come I, on. I, I, the congregation ain't really with me here. Don't worry about the we congregation. You think uh, the, is with the congregation here, is shaking now. The congregation <laughs> is the ones with the attitude, Pastor. That, that's worry. why they in here now, Deacon. Uh, but preach to them. That's why our those... church can't move forward. That's right. That's, that's right. Not that's not why. Boy, there were slangs and things, false accusations. Yes, yes. Doers who won't be doers anymore. Because they won't help the church, Pastor. Because they won't do for us, Pastor. Because they won't shake their butt and make some money so we can get better further along with this argument. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 34 minutes after that, Carl, let's do these back-to-back jams, baby. You got to for you, baby. Let's go. Take a picture of Miss uh, Brazil for me. What's up, man? Can you stop? <laughs> Just watch the show. Can you do that? Oh, she she told me to tell you something. Oh, she sent a message to the nephew. Yeah. What she said? Though? What she, she said she she only date tall men. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. And tell the uh, Miss Jamaica and Miss Bahamas I said, hey, too. Them some of my face. And they said they don't date cool. <laughs> You've been one of them all week, boy. For two weeks. Get your you, life. You, you started this mess. Now I'm the one taking the hand on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, more phones. We have some interesting phone calls, and we'll get to them. You ready, Steve? Stay ready, don't you? All right, we back, everybody. Uh, what is your best or worst breakup story you ever been involved in or heard? Shirley, who we got? We've had some doozies, Steve. Let's go to line one and talk to the artist out of North Carolina. The artist who ain't Prince. Yeah, what's exactly. up, man? Good morning, everybody. Listen, this one, I have line to one. say, it's got, it's got to be for the books. Uh, okay. Out of North Carolina, per 85. Huh? This is, this is partially a 
um, you'll you'll get it. Her eighty five had this girl down the road a piece, and uh, I timed her mom's going to services. Mm-hmm. After she left, about fifteen minutes later, of course I'm in the house, and um, you know we're young, we're doing what young people do, and uh, we worked our way pretty much in the living room to the front door. And we're on the front door, real close. And about 10 minutes in, her mom's at the other side of the door trying to get in, turning the top lock. She's trying to get, no, I'm not moving. Here's where my lie come in. You're going to appreciate this, Steve. Come on, man. I told her in her ear to tell her mother that the door was stuck. And every time her mother turned the key on the top lock, when she take it out to turn the bottom lock, I would lock the top lock. <laughs> when she take it out the top lock, I would lock the bottom lock. Boy, you was busy. Come on. <laughs> and the whole time, her mother's pushing on the door, banging on the door. I'm banging on the door. Mm. Now, uh-uh. now yeah. here's, here's, the, here's the appreciation of it all. After time was spent, it's time to go. I'm a man. I don't go out the back door. I came in the front door. I go out the front door. Used to. Plus, she had two big giant dogs in the back. Okay, okay. Uh, you can't go her mother, there. When her mother finally went to her car and came back, of course, we straightened up as best we could her and her gown. As her mother forcefully pushed through the door, I spun down up under her arm, spent around. Her mother turned around to find me standing there looking like I'm getting ready to knock. And she's like, what are you doing at my door? I'm sorry, um, does Daryl live here? <laughs> Daryl live here at this address? Get away from my house. Wait a minute, man. Hold up, dog. Woo! Hold up, dog. Yeah. How did you get on the other? Just tell me how you got on the other side this of that door again. As her mother forcefully thinking that the door was jammed, she pushed the door open as best she could with her arm. Oh. When she did that, I spent up between her and the door and came around to be facing the door. Okay, so she, she had came in. in. Yes, like like right. almost stumbled in. Right. You she are all balanced. He is an I got artist. I turned around. Mm-hmm. I was standing there as if I just walked up to see if Daryl lived at that address. Woo! Oh, I walked away <laughs> hearing screams of, no, mama, he ain't come to see me. I don't know nothing about him. That wasn't him. I don't know nothing about no boy. She called me two weeks later and said she got the whooping of her life. I said, well, I told you I'm an artist, and I only paint the best pictures. <laughs> no, he's an artist. Really a breakup, though. He's an artist. <laughs> all right, guys, I got to tell you something. This is the first time I've ever done something like this. I what want is you, you all, doing now? I'm going to be on Facebook Live tonight. I'm going to be live well, on Facebook. Why is that a big Facebook. old announcement, Shirley? Just get on there. <laughs> no, no, but I've never done, done it before. Was... It all the time. I'm nervous about it. I've never done it before. It's going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to have a special announcement. I just want what? you guys... To join me, I don't want to. I want to make sure somebody's out there watching. I don't want to just be. Oh, we'll watch you. Don't okay. worry about it. What yeah. are you going to wear? You, do you know what you're wearing? I'm, I'm getting all that together. It's going to be fabulous. You got to like, yes. have a Facebook outfit? Yes, because I'm it's about to have like, a Facebook outfit. I've never done it before. Let me have this. Girl, just turn on your phone. <laughs> Facebook Live tonight, 7 p.m. Uh, I will have a very special announcement for you, especially for my, my fans and my followers. I got something. You've been having an announcement? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, you finna have a baby, sir? No, no. If oh. I do, it will be on the news. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> I know it will, child. Shelly, you expect it. Breaking news. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> but anyway, tonight, Facebook Live, 7 p.m. Eastern. Join your girl, Shirley Strawberry. You think it's twins? <laughs> oh, goodness. He's stupid. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.